0: Jesus, risen and glorified, no longer a humble carpenter amongst the artisans of Galilee, but clothed in glory and full of wisdom, power and might, light and brilliance and glory everlasting. The Lord wants us to know more about this dimension of glory. I remember when Phil Beekler first went to a place in Indonesia where the Lord was working in such power, he actually prayed, Lord, turn your presence down a bit, I can't cope with it. He doesn't say that now, that was years ago. But let's pray for the Lord to expand our hearts to be able to contain and to reflect more of his presence and his power and to be able to share it with others. The risen, glorified Lord has absolute authority to say what he wants to say and to do what he wants to do. His purposes cannot be thwarted. At the same time, there's a warning. His brightness tolerates no darkness, and this passion does not sit well with half-heartedness. The Lord's message to the churches in Asia, as it is to us today, is that if we lose our first love, it's entirely possible to lose our lampstand too. We are light bearers only in respect to how close we are to the source of the light, the light of the world. And I pray for each one of us and the fellowships that we represent, that we can be light bringers for the kingdom. There's an emphasis here on Jesus' eyes, which are said to be like blazing fire. Is that how you think of them? They're the eyes of an overcoming warrior, unassailably victorious in warfare, but utterly impartial in judgment. If you expect them to be indifferent to you, condemning even, I pray that you will see their wonderful tenderness and compassion But if you're just a little bit too far down the lovey-dovey trail, perhaps you'll do well to remember that these are all seeing eyes of blazing fire that really do pierce and scrutinise our motives and our actions. Let's spend a minute looking into them now.